Thompson, founder of the London Voice Boutique. Welcome to LVB Presents. We're a voiceover agency based in Soho, London, and in this second series, we're going to take you on a little journey behind the scenes with some of our actors. But also, I'm going to take you on a detour and talk to people on the production side of the industry to give you some of the fun stories and advice from the other side. to welcome Ozzy Achille and George Taylor, who have both been with me from the start, I think, nearly 10 years. They're both super experienced voiceover artists, and today I want to chat to you about video games, as you've both done, or you've both had a lot of success in this industry, and both have very different styles of voices and performance. Hi, George. Hi, Ozzy. Hello. How are we? All right. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I know you've only just met, so you know we'll keep this all relaxed and casual. I'm going to start with my first question: Is do you actually play video games yourself? And if so, what sort of video games do you play? I'll start with you, George, because I feel like you're about to start talking. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you like, go. Um, yeah, that old trick. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I do. What sort of video games are you into? I, well, I play. It depends. It depends. Because I, I went through a time of not playing. And was one of those normal sort of not normal, but already I'm talking about no no no. It's a, it's a, it's a thing I want to talk about. It's just the slight not sh guilt or shame, but you know, being a gamer post kind of like twenty five thirty. I don't know. There's a little oh. bit of like, mm, are you still gaming? Okay, really? Well, I've I've seen it sometimes. Anyway, um, depending on how I'm sort of feeling, I would say overall I like kind of strategy games. So oh. so games with you you know like. Um, a bit like management, like uh, you control the economy and you, you, you. so Jesus. quite geeky, quite geeky, <laughs> like but Sim City with more death. So, like, more like Sim Hospital. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's not a bad idea, actually, but more like war games, like Total, Total War. Oh, okay. Okay. Big, big grand strategy games, oh, Red okay, Alert okay. and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And what about you, Ozzy? I used to love Red Alert, actually. Mm. On the PC, I used to absolutely love it, like the, the war strategy games, but I don't do that anymore I do um, mostly Call of Duty oh, really? ever since like lockdown I was like I stopped gaming for a little while mm. and then Covid happened I don't know if I like to talk about that anymore but anyway Covid happened Real. and it was a perfect time to start being a gamer again yep. yeah. you know yeah um, I was 32 at the time Covid was a while ago yeah. and it was the only way that I could like talk to my friends yes because I was scared to go outside for a little while yeah um, so I just got hooked on Call of Duty I don't think it matters that you're over 30, George, and playing yeah, games. I don't matter. think, I think that's something you're thinking. It's definitely something, but it, it, it sort of leads into that. I mean, this podcast is, you know, obviously great for the industry and all that, but it, it's really interesting because some of the sort of the, the uh, questions surrounding gaming and that kind of thing and, and how we get the, you know, the, get the gigs and stuff like that. It's really interesting because from when I was young to where things are now, I feel like so much has changed. And like what was he saying in terms of the communication element of it? Yeah, it's, it's so brilliant. social now. Yeah, um, that it, I really feel like it has just exploded and yes. developed and evolved in so so many ways. Yeah, so many ways since when you know since yeah. when we were young. I, I mean, I've got teenagers and they definitely speak to their friends mostly over games, and mm. I and I would never take that away from them because I actually mm. think. It's a really, unfortunately in this day and age, it does seem to be a very important way of socialising with your friends is online. I think a lot of people so. forget about that. Because when, when some of my friends, some of my female friends complain about their boyfriends, yeah. like gaming too much, I compare it to, would you mind if he was going to like be doing Sunday League football with his friends? Yeah, or at the pub with his mates. Because it is more socialising these days than yeah. it is just like, 
playing a, a one player with no kind of online yes. aspect. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the whole e-leagues now as well, yeah. where when I was younger, you couldn't get paid for gaming. So it was frowned upon as a waste of time. Right. But now people are making millions. Yeah, you've got all your YouTubers and stuff doing that. And stuff, yeah. you know? I would like to, to go to a big esports kind of tournament or something because they're huge now, right? I mean, they're big. Like, they're like MMA big. Like, right. And they're in big cities and stuff like Dubai and LA and Vegas and stuff. It's, it's widely respected I now, I think. these days the video games has really, really changed. Yeah. And actually at the moment when uh, advertising and sort of uh, other other areas of the voiceover industry have, are being affected, I see the voice the video game side of things really growing. Mm. So it's definitely a market that is definitely doing well. And it's all ages for me that I see being cast, but also playing it. I, I personally don't play that many um, because I don't get a chance to go anywhere near it. My son totally dominates it. And if he's not on it, my husband is. So, But I, I think it is it is a really interesting area that has sort of really taken off. And I think you're right, since 2020, it has taken another yeah. leap from what I can see as a voiceover agent. I might be wrong, but the last stat I saw was that it was the most lucrative entertainment industry. Yeah. Like more than film and music. Yes, mm. I'm not surprised. Video games. So not surprised. They win it. So just keep making them so I can be employed. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you guys, you must enjoy, you know, right, I'm going to first of all ask you, you know, does it help playing video games when prepping for a, a video game performance? Because it is a performance that you go and deliver. And that's what I love is that the actors go in there and they, a lot of you have to really go for it, don't you, with yeah. the voiceover? To... Do you want me to answer first? But, yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. I don't believe that playing video games significantly improves your voiceover skills. Because at the end of the day, we're actors in the games, we're not yep. playing the games. Yep. And to like make it the best experience for the players, I need to approach it the way I'd approach an acting job. Yep. You know, like giving it the same kind of, if it warrants it, the same kind of emotion, um, intention, and, and the same percentage of, of trying <laughs> as I would as an acting role. You Does know? it give you though an, an understanding of how the games work and therefore how this performance might be taken or when like when you first said it i was thinking that mm. but i quickly remembered that every game is completely different mm. so the only way it would help would be the same way a film or a tv show would help before an audition right and for me it's the same acting it's yeah. just only with my voice no that makes know? total sense unless it's actually. motion capture or something but i don't think because most of the games that i've um, voice of it. I, I haven't played before. No, no, I understand you know? that. So it's like, it doesn't really always. I mean, with the army games, and they need background voices like frag out and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I know what that's supposed to sound like anyway, right. but I, I don't think I don't think it's needed okay. per se. Yeah. That's good to know. I think you're absolutely right. And the, the, initially, with that question, I thought, well, yes, it does kind of help in some ways because. Uh, but this is more like how video games used to be, a bit like how they used to be. I'm listening to the, uh, some of the other people on the podcast talking about a voiceover voice or something. Yeah. And, and I think there was a time maybe when the video games were a little bit less sophisticated and there yes. were less voices, less mm. options, less kind of um, uh, you know flexibility and, and in interactivity. Then um, there was a sort of way in which it was done. So if you played games, you, you you knew a little bit about the patter or the or the the way that it fitted into the game. Whereas mm -hmm. now, I think because it's got so sophisticated and so much um, more, you know, more people working on it, and uh, that that it's authenticity they're mm -hmm. looking for. And 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 the only thing I thought about with that question is that um, because I love and I'm passionate about the medium, 
therefore, and I, one would hope, as Ozzy said himself, that that I would approach it with the same level of, of um, you know, uh, uh, respect, fo yeah. focus, hard work, attention. But because you know, I think as an art form, it is so um, wonderful that I would, out of you know, out of that passion, that respect, I would, I, yeah, I would yeah. want it to be. Um, top notch yeah. because I myself spend time it. doing it. Yeah, you know, no, so. I get that. I think that makes sense. Um, okay, so without breaking any NDAs, what sort of characters have you both played? I'll start with Ozzy on this one. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> or do you need time to think? And I'll no, start I've with got George. it. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I have played an assassin yep. in Hitman, which yes. is cool. I played an extreme sports athlete yes. in Steep. Yep. I actually played that game a lot when it came out. I played with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that, but yep, sure. yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna clip that on. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, that was a fun game. I played a, a mutant ninja yeah. in Bleeding Edge. So that's like a nice little variety. And a cyborg in, in Cyberpunk. Brilliant. Yeah. And look at his face. Cyberpunk that's is one of the best games. Ever. Yeah, like technically, cloud. technically, it wasn't in the. It was like I did the motion capture for the trailer for the game, so it doesn't really count. You don't, you, you've impressed. <laughs> to explain, I, I, do I love I'm. Oh, you, you've got me. Bang <laughs> for life. What about you, George? I, do, I don't think I've done um, um, as many. I. Um, it was interesting though because it does bring us back, doesn't it, Steph? To when you were first talking about who who we were going to be on. Uh, I was going to yeah. be on with. And you did, and she said, you're, you know, Ozzy's so different to you. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like, just great because you are just so different. He's so cool. I mean, oh, okay. He, he is just so different to you. He's very, you know, he's really down, down to earth. He's incredibly I cool. He's, he's very, he's very cool. He play, he, you know, I feel like I, I give nerdy. I feel like I give no, nerdy, you know. And no. then you know he's playing. He's cool. He's playing. He's like really you tough. You play the cool, tough cool. guy. Hey, he says again, and then cool. George, you and then, play he, the and then whereas you play, you know, sort of posh bit, sort of like posh um, it's a wizard sort of arch. <laughs> bit. Wizards are cool, exactly. man. Wizards I guess, are cool. I guess you always want to be what you're, what you're not going to. But yeah. <laughs> It's true. But I'm so the, sorry, George. Oh, but wow. no, um, <laughs> I'll take it. No, I'm fine with it. No, like you've got, you got, you got to own it, though. You've got to own it. Sure. You're doing well. So, uh, I couldn't have you both sitting on the, on the sofa if you both had the exact same style the, of voice. The big, the big, thing, the big uh, things that I've done probably have been, to begin with, the war, the war stuff I did was, because um, I speak German, yes. and that is a bit of a USP yep. um, that's come in pretty handy, yeah. is... Um, well, obviously, there's a fair few World War Two games, aren't there? And yeah. so, and there's a fair few evil Nazis. So it was yes. playing voices for that. Yeah. And I do remember it was motion capture, it was facial facial capture, and right. it was um, and it was a, it was such that I could find myself in the game, and it's a shooting game. Yeah. I could hear myself in the game and Afterwards. see my face, and yeah. then I could shoot, shoot myself. <laughs> So you so played with yourself. Can, you shot yourself. I can remember. I can remember bringing up the the, the, the sniper scope. And yeah, face. and then you can do that. And then I love that. That's brilliant. Which is a definite. You know, you want that. It's a great. That's a great moment. And then uh, there's an F1 game called F1 uh, F1 2019, and I played a again. That was a German uh, racing yes. driver. Yeah. But that was really great because that was full motion capture at Pinewood, and that was really like oh, like doing. That. 
a bit like what I was saying, it was like doing a play because everything was invisible. Yeah. Huge, mm. great big soundstage, hundreds of cameras. You've got to imagine that. And that's a, the thing, it's a huge production. I don't think people, you know, who are playing these games always understand how much work goes into these productions. They're huge, mm. aren't they? Some of them. Yeah. And then the the one that I worked on the longest was um the Baldur's Gate three and that was yeah. Four years, and that yeah. was it was motion capture, but it wasn't fa it wasn't facial capture. It was just um, voice and okay. movement and and that. But that's that still pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And your character in that is Ron Roland. 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 Sick. You're evil, right? No. Are you not? No. Yeah. And has an, an incredible character arc. <laughs> I, I feel like you should be evil, though. I don't think, oh, maybe to begin with, a little bit arrogant and all the rest of it. But Fair. by the end, okay. well, I won't. Don't say anything. Please don't journey, say anything. The journey. But uh, my, my son's playing that game. He's rather enjoying it. And he knows who you are, so mm. you're almost cool, mate. <laughs> almost cool. 16-year-olds almost I think, think you're cool. cool. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I want to hit you now. I'm cool. going to play that again. <laughs> you are cool, George. OK, going back. Think back, lads. What was the first video game you ever played as a child? Because I'm assuming you were children when video games came out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a bit, a little bit older. Should I go first? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first video game console, because that's going to mm. help me, was the NES that I had. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was like a whole, I call that the golden age of games consoles, I think it's called. Really? Anyway, um, the NES and it was Super Mario. Oh, yeah. But then the first game I got like addicted to, yeah. like, I don't need to eat or sleep, yeah. <laughs> was Pokemon Red. Oh, really? Pokemon Red on Game Boy. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have like, cause I'm an adult kid now, yes. so I can buy whatever I want. Yes. But back then it was like whatever my parents yes. would allow me to play. How old were you when you were addicted to that? Uh, I must have been in primary school, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Game Boy, they couldn't take it away from me. Because oh, wow. I could just hide it and be like, oh, I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, no. Meanwhile, I got like a back stash of batteries just waiting to go. Yeah, you need to recharge your yeah. batteries, rechargeable oh, batteries. Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. yeah, so Pokemon Red and Super Mario was Classics, mine. obviously yeah. classics. What about yeah. you, George? I think it was the same. I think, well, it's difficult because there's probably quite a few at the time, but the big one, the NES was the original, and then Super Mario Bros. So was, the, oh, yeah. was the original. But I think what I do have a very clear memory of is at, I must have been primary school, was there, you, you got an hour where it was like you were allowed to be on a computer, and it was Double Dragon, was the game it was called. And wow. it was like a. Uh, what, was, at school? At, I think it was school, or it was maybe like a holiday, you know, kind of kids camp thing or something. Okay. But you, but you know, it was like you were allowed an hour, and they wow. said it was like IT class. Yeah. Whatever, but anyway, everyone just played, and there was this game called Double Dragon, which was which was like Streets of Rage. I was going like to say, a, yeah, it was like, like a side scrolling yeah. or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Metal Slug, the, yeah. that kind of vibe. Oh, those were classics, man. It's great. Those were sick games. See, I I was back in the day where it was Chucky Egg, but no one remembers that. Yeah, exactly. Back, it was King Kong. Was it King Kong? Was it? There was a King Kong. Donkey Kong. Thing. Donkey Kong. Don that was okay. it. And then Chucky Egg got addicted and had to go cold turkey. Never touched it again <laughs> since. That's the way it is. Anyway, on a more general chat now about voiceover work, um, I'm going to ask you how you guys uh, prepare for voiceover sessions and if you have any rituals. And this isn't just for video games. I'm just because you guys do all sorts of voiceover work. So, how do you prepare for a voiceover session? 
And don't tell me you don't, because you're <laughs> professional young men, and I should think that you do. No, we uh, we were just being polite. See who goes first. <laughs> actually, okay, I will start with. Okay, I will go to Ozzy on this one first, while George Great. figures out what I'd he does. I'd love to tell you how I prepare for every job. Um, I get familiar with the script. I get really familiar with it, even though, like in voiceovers, you get to it, the, the words are right in front of you. Yeah. I still like to just have a, a level of familiarity yeah. and decide what it is I want to try and bring to whatever the role is. But you can't always have scripts up front for commercial work, so what do you do in that situation? I pray. <laughs> <laughs> leave, I it, leave it up to the almighty. <laughs> Hope I don't fuck this up. <laughs> Brilliant. You wing it. Um, so what about you then, George? Ozzy's <laughs> again giving me the material I need. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you don't want, you, you want to avoid, I mean, I suppose we're talking more about video game or, or, you know, or stuff that you've got the script ahead of it, but you don't want to be trapped in your own version of it. No, so, you're but, right. So it's that careful balance between getting familiar and having some good choices at your fingertips, mm. some strong choices, mm. but also not shutting yourself off to the direction and, yes. and, and the, what's going to happen in the moment. So it's that weird sort of... Uh, mixture that, that that quite sort of prepping but not over yeah it's quite fragile it? yeah. it's a sort of you want to have the confidence yeah but you also need to be malleable and, and available and, and alive and responsive to the situation no that's fair I think that's absolutely right you well, shouldn't I, over I helped with that answer yeah, thanks, <laughs> you definitely no. did I you don't do any of that <laughs> <laughs> but she she's our agent she's staring right at yeah. us she, this is I'm right here guys <laughs> recorded <laughs> Always the professional, George. <laughs> um, what's the most unusual direction you've ever been asked to perform in a voiceover booth? Okay, George. I'm, no, sorry, Ozzy. George, no, yeah, yeah, you yeah. answer this first so that you can't copy Ozzy's answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I no, mean, I don't think. I was that. thinking about this. I, I think. I don't know. I think I, I had to with Borders Gate. There was a sec There was a bit. I think. Yeah, this is fine. Um, to be a dead person, yep. so do a voiceover for a dead person. <laughs> so you are brought back to light, and you're ah. but you're still dead. So can so you imagine that? that? You're like, so you just have to sort of be a bit be, ghostly, be dead but uh, alive, <laughs> and so, so you know, brought back to life, but you're dead. I love so that. So that's that's quite that's difficult. That's quite hard. Sort of, yeah. Um, yeah. Get into that headspace. That's that. really difficult. Yeah. Like, do you go Casper? Yeah. Do you go zombie? <laughs> yeah. Like, where's the? There's a lot of so breath. Okay. Oh. Like mid dying. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. snatched. Um, Muffled. Yeah. Muffled. <laughs> dead. You're yeah. dead. Yeah. Mine's not as interesting. Wish I went first now. Oh um, shit! Sorry. No, mine is. And I get it a lot actually. Is um, more energy, but slow it down. Yes. Which always just like messes with my head because I'm, I'm how sway how that that is really hard and I think also you get chosen because of the depth of your voice often right. and that kind of like really cool you've always got that really that really cool he's so different to you. you're so different he's <laughs> cool deep. Yes. You're never going to live this yes, down. I know. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but you've got that really cool read on your on your reel, like the Nike one, that you often get chosen off the back of that read. And I think because it's got that kind of very slow, like thoughtful delivery, mm. it, you get booked. But then actually when you're in the room, they need you to speed it up because the script is shorter or blah, blah, blah. It's actually, it's very hard to do that kind of sound. P pacing is fine. Energy is fine. Yeah. But when the two don't normally go together, yeah. it just... 
I get there in the end, but it always just like spins my yeah. head a little bit. Yeah. I'm just like, I want, I want to give you the energy, and I, and I want to, I want to slow it down. You need to keep that gravitas. But no, it's not the gravitas. It's like the energy, but, but at, at zero pace. Right. Can you try? No. <laughs> you sure you don't want to try? That's why I'm on this side of the. <laughs> I shouldn't even be on this side of the camera, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And do that's, you do it, Aussie? I, I, I don't know, but I keep doing you it do for it. some reason. I, I keep well, doing it's, it. It's going right. Yeah. It's doing all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. Who? Okay, this is like the alternative to a dinner party question. You know, when it's like, who would you? favorite guest be who would you most like to share a booth with I've changed it you see how I did that who would you most like to share a booth with I'll go with Ozzy so that you can copy his idea George yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've only, I've only ever done one voiceover with somebody else in the booth oh but this is like you could be with anyone in the book like anybody you would like to work with who would it be I have three okay Jack Black Ugh. Jamie Foxx yeah. and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I'm in there with you. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever cartoon Netflix decides to make with those three, put me in there. 100%. I would love to, yeah. They all just seem like fun. Really good fun. And I think just enjoying yourself is, is always just the best kind of job. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Good shout. What about you? I think that, well, I mean, like that, again, going on the dead theme, I, the, Alan Rickman was like oh. the sort of inspiration for, for yes. me committing to this terrifying career. Um, was and, it? Uh, well, yeah, I just thought he was brilliant, and um, I liked it. and his voice is brilliant. Mm. I don't know if he, I don't know what his voice ever, you know, like uh, sort of. But it's just legendary like, but... from all the films yeah. he's done, mm. Harry Potter, things like that. Yeah, amazing. No, that's a good. Both of them, very good shouts. Okay, it's five o'clock on a Friday night and you've just finished a voiceover. What are you going to do in Soho? And don't say go home, because that's boring. You must have, in your youth, if you don't do it now, you must have been out and partied in Soho. George, it's I believe It's dry January, thought, Steph. It's dry January. It's January, so, yes, but the um, rest of the year, what would you what would you do? Well, I mean, it's ter- you, uh, do you have to be honest? Because, I mean, it's Soho and Soho's... Ch- I mean, there are some, there's can. some great, there's the French house, that's a really yeah. great kind of, you know, I want to sound cool, so there's, <laughs> the, fr- there's the French house, but, but the reality is, is that I, I, um, I drag along with a couple of people who are members of, I hate to say that, Soho house. This is that's sweetheart, that's where I love, no, yeah, it's extreme. nice, but, amazing. You know, <laughs> Come on. It's not, so that's what, yeah, there you go. You drag um, along. What a life. It must be hard. I, I, I used to do, because you've been repping me for like nine, ten years yeah. now. So I've gone through different phases every yes. time I come into town. Um, I used to go to Breakfast Club quite a lot. Nice. And then it would be Bodine's, and oh, I just yeah. have myself a meal. And then mm. I used to go to Soho House, mm. um, which was fun. And then nowadays, I'd either go to the gym or the skate park. Yes, actually, yeah. also, you don't just go to the gym, Aussie. I do my ninja you... training yes. at, the, at the gym. He is incredible. Uh, George, no, sorry. No, he is cool. I mean, Wait, you have to see <laughs> him on TikTok. He puts these videos out. He, what is it called? It's Muay Thai, but my coach also does weapons training as well, so we play with swords and, like, bow staffs and stuff. Yeah, it's something else. Yeah. Either that or the skate park. The skate park's also fun. Yes, I know yeah. you're a massive skateboarder, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, it's it's something else. I have to just watch these videos and go, oh my God, 
very, very skilled. Well done. Damn. Yeah. So finally, any advice you would give to an actor going into the booth for the first time? Yeah, just sort of going back to what Ozzy was saying, I think the, mo the most important thing um, in when we're looking at this in terms of the video game aspect of it is, is that I, and it's a slight tangent, but it's, I think it's related, is, is that I, I remember uh, it was about 10 years ago or something, this, this sort of entertainment uh, expert, film expert was giving a, a speech on um, the state of the industry um, and it was with regard to the golden age of television and all the rest of it and he was talking about um, different art forms um, and how it because I'm quite I think sometimes I can be quite with respect to my work and my approach a little bit cynical or risk averse or a little bit sort of conservative or and with video games going back a little bit to what I was saying at the very beginning there is a sort of um, well there is a way that it has been perceived irrespective of the fact that it's as Ozzy was saying worth more than music and mm. film put together but you know film and all the rest of it for me film was always the sort of you know this the, the, oh the, the, that you want to be in film yeah right mm. yeah. right i mean yeah. that's what that's yeah. that's what a lot of us grew up with as the if you're going to be an actor that's where you're yeah. aiming yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but sure. you have to remember and this guy put it much better than i but he, to paraphrase film was seen as a as a sort of a bit of a joke you yeah. know it was looked down upon seen as cheap entertainment for the masses when was this when it first came first, about right, so right, when it was right. the flickers or what a flicker yeah. and the talkies and all yes. the rest of it. so Buster Keaton was seen as a bit of a whereas now he's seen as a genius and, yes. and film is seen as the sort of or was um, as the great kind of pinnacle and fine art form and the same with novels, they were yep. looked down upon instead of poetry mm -hmm. same as photography versus paintings and art forms take decades to yeah. become legitimate and yeah. respected mm. and I think with video games you know the immersion they offer the, the just the you know and the level of performance now I mean I think again this is all just going back to the most important thing which is give it everything you've got yeah. and, 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 and as you would if you were going in for Spielberg for the lead. I agree, I think that's fair. Because I didn't think we're that far away from there being awards for performance in a you I'm know sure, like I'm sure I'm sure they probably are already oh, uh, yeah. but you know at the Oscars you know like oh, yeah, where yeah. it's sort of you, your, yeah. your your film and TV and, and video game world collide because yeah. the the quality of the the the, the, the graphics and the mm. and the performance capture and the scripts etc cetera, etc cetera. so to answer the long-winded way of answering your question is is that um, y it's an amazing opportunity mm. and if you and if you've um, so do all those things that, 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 that we've touched on in terms of the, the prep, but not too much prep, um, get to exactly where you need to get to. For the first time, um, I think it's about having your own kind of uh, confidence, however that's achieved, because you don't know what's going to happen in that first, that first session, and you've got to have a little bit of control over that. I mean, the yeah. first session I ever had, was I've told you, but it was great. Was but it was for a, a pet food brand or something. It was a, a corporate thing, but the engineers were lovely, and then the, the and then the suit came in. Yeah. And he was not so lovely. Yeah. And we did a, a few options, and he was like, I don't know if I, I don't know. What have you got? Oh and then, God. And then and then That's and hard. he was like, literally out of something out, like out of Mad Men. And then I just applied a little bit of something I'd picked up at drama school, which worked for me. Yeah. You know. And suddenly he was like, oh, yeah, great, fantastic. Cool. But it, it just whatever you need to get to that, that place of preparation and yeah. sort of focus and sort of, you know, readiness and confidence, 
then then that's the most important thing. And also just that that that, that video games are pretty pretty cool. <laughs> At the moment, that was a that was a very long one. But it's partly because I, I guess I'm passionate about it as an art form, and, and used to as I as I made clear from my original beginning opening gambit, I've always been a bit like, oh, it's a bit geeky, you know, like oh, it's, it's not cool. Whereas I think it's now it's huge so different. Now. And I think if you talk to teenagers, they, you know, you're, you're so well respected as actors. You know, they mm. think it's it's really. Uh, cool thing, George. You are cool because you are in Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> you finally <laughs> made it. Take me to, you take me to the skate park. <laughs> I. But also the other thing. Don't. 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 Yeah, definitely no, don't. don't. <laughs> oh man. But the community as well. Sorry, I could talk about this for hours. The last thing I say. The community. I mean, I'm only really talking about uh, Baldur's Gate three. But the lead actor on that, the yeah. guy who really, you know, and won the best actor award or whatever at the, the gaming awards. It's a girl called Neil Newbon. I think I pronounced his surname correctly. Um, but he was just talking about the community on Baldur's Gate. And I have to say, I've had a limited amount of uh, interaction with it, but it's very amazing and, and, and wonderful. And a lot of really positive kind of conversations about identity and um, uh, mental health and that kind of thing. And it's a really, I feel like it's a very you know supportive, uh, um, healthy, healthy community. Mm. Yeah. That's cool, man. Okay, have you got anything to that's say? A I mean, really, that's a really cool answer. <laughs> so, like Aussie, in 12 to, uh, words or less, can like you give us some advice? Sorry, I couldn't help. <laughs> everything that he said. Yeah, sure. I'd like to add on also, um, just in, in terms of what you were talking about, how um, it should be taken seriously, and yeah. it is a new medium that will be respected, will gain its respect. It's gonna be, I think it's going to move very, very quickly. Yeah. Because with the introduction, not the introduction, but the... People like Apple putting a lot of money between their VR headsets and partnering with Disney and stuff. I feel like we're going to see a whole new form of storytelling yeah. that's going to merge like the immersion of games with the storytelling of cinema. And it's going to be those voiceover motion capture artists are going to be the ones with the experience to delve into this world mm, of like mm. virtual reality film movies or whatever they call it or whatever. And I think as, as, a, as, a, as a young actor or a new actor, stepping into the world of voiceovers um on the one hand treat it with the utmost utmost respect mm. you know treat it as if you're going on to a spielberg or yeah. a whatever like marvel set or whatever and and also just have fun yeah. because yeah. as creatives <laughs> as performers we yeah. are so we put so much pressure on ourselves yeah. you know um i think if you can find the balance of utmost respect and trying your best and trying to just like let some shit go that you don't yeah. need. Yeah. That's the sweet spot yeah. to go into any any job, not even your first gig, yeah. just enjoyment and respect. I think having Tattoo fun. Tattoo that on my cheek. <laughs> yeah. So when yeah. I'm crying in the mirror, <laughs> I'm like, remember yeah. this. <laughs> Google it to two artists nearby and get those done after this. Soho, yeah, <laughs> I do think that fun is so important and you're absolutely right, you're both of you right. It's not, whatever the voiceover you go into is, is yes, be confident, professional, but having fun will just come across in a relaxed form. Obviously it's hard if it's your very first time, I'm, I'm not saying, but I think that's really good advice from both of you. So thank you very much, guys. Um, I think on that happy note, we're all, we're all good to go. Sweet. Are you thank going you. down the thank skate you. park then? Sure am. I oh, love it. Sure am. Aussie, <laughs> <laughs> send photos. Oh, shit. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> Put knee pads on him for the love of the Lord. Swing, <laughs> swing by the Stussy store. Get the credit card out. Oh.
Oh man, yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Great. And that's it for the show. Hope you liked it. And if you did, please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. LVB Presents was presented by me, Steph Thompson, and produced by Mike Hansen for Pod People Productions and recorded by Sean Dios at Jungle Studios in Soho, London. See you next time. Mm-hmm.